Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the State of California, along with Patty Rising and Brett Burkhardt. Governor Newsom is poised to release his plan to deal with California's record budget deficit. The governor will announce his initial budget blueprint tomorrow morning in Sacramento. And the number one question will be just how big is that deficit? The Legislative Analyst Office pegged it at $68 billion just last month, which would indeed be a record. And you're forgiven if you feel some budget whiplash, considering that less than two years ago we were talking about a record budget surplus of almost $100 billion, so that's you know almost a $200 billion swing. But the pandemic and slumping economy in 2022 and first part of 2023 took their toll, and now California faces a huge shortfall instead. The governor and his team insist it is not as bad as the LAO makes it out to be. The actual deficit will be significantly less than $68 billion, they say, but we'll find out tomorrow morning at 1030 what the governor projects it to be, Patty and Brett. Doug, can you just go ahead and remind us exactly why we are so unclear about a budget deficit uh, this early in the year? It had something to do with the tax uh, uh, deadline, right? Yeah. All right. So first of all, um, they, you know, last year, remember, because of all of our storms, you didn't have to pay your taxes or file them till October uh, 15th. So um, people had six extra months to get their taxes in and the state, the way our system works with this progressive tax system, our revenue for the state of California is based immensely on how much money people pay in taxes. So it's sales tax, but a lot of it is income tax and capital gains tax. And so when, when the rich do better in California, the state has a lot more money in its pockets. So because people didn't have to file for six months or pay, they just had to kind of guess how much money was going to come in. They projected it. And then when the money came in in October, not as much came in as expected. So uh, they knew they were going to have a deficit. We had a deficit last spring, uh, but it wasn't that much and was able to be covered uh, through some budget moves and shifting and through the reserves and rainy day fund. Um, and then it, the revenues didn't come in as strong in the fall as they thought they would. And now that deficit has ballooned and the market was down for much of 23, although it really rebounded in a big way the last month or two. Uh, and that's why this deficit looks so big. But again, the LAO said it in December. Since then, the stock market has hit some all-time highs. They're projecting more re tax revenue coming in, and that's one of the reasons that um, the governor says, no, the numbers aren't going to be as, quite as bad as they looked a month ago. So we're going to hear the exact number that he's going to start with tomorrow. When you look back historically about how Governor Newsom 
deals with deficits. Uh, how do you think he is going to deal with all the red ink? Well, for one thing, thanks to Jerry Brown, of course, we have this very large rainy day fund and reserves, which we didn't have before, that he built up partly by getting people to, to vote for higher taxes. Uh, so we have something like $22, 24000000000 billion in, socked away for the rainy day, which could be coming right now. So he's able to cover a lot um, through that. I mean, that's a big chunk. Let, let's say that this $68 billion is, I don't know, let's say it's $52 billion or $48 billion or somewhere in that range. Uh, you can cover a big chunk of it, almost half perhaps, um, by using reserves and rainy day funds. Now, I don't think he's going to want to spend that all down, but that could help protect the schools, for example. Uh, I would expect, you know, he has different ways he can go, but my guess is he'll postpone some, some new spending, discretionary spending. He'll put off some, some scheduled one-time spending. He might want to delay things like, you know, raising the minimum wage or, um, you know, some climate change money, different programs that were budgeted. Because remember, we had this huge de- um, surplus two seasons ago, and they didn't uh, put all that into, you know, structural spending that goes up every year. They used a lot of that for one-time projects, knowing that at some point things are going to go the other way and they didn't want to have to cut. So if you spend surplus money on a one-time thing, you don't have to cut something when the, when the budget goes the other way and goes from the black to the red. So that's a lot of what they did. So I would guess that he will postpone things. He'll move money from different buckets to cover things. Um, I, I wouldn't expect a lot of deep cuts, but there's probably going to have to be some cuts. If you've got to cut $30, $40 billion, it's got to come from somewhere. I know you've covered the, the, this version of the budget every year, and you always do the May revise of the budget uh, in May. Well, what I want to know is how often do you see changes in the original uh, budget in January to May? A lot, and you covered it for many years too, Brett. Up in Sacramento, you know how this works. Um, yeah, there, there can be very big changes. I actually think we will see some big changes this year because, as I said, you look at the stock market. I mean, the S&P ended up, I think it was up 24%. For 2023, and most of that was at the tail end of the year, so none of that was accounted for. Well, if people start selling those stocks and people end up having more income than they thought, then the April tax revenues for the state could be very high. I mean, they could be significantly higher than they were projected even just a couple months ago. If that happens, then yeah, what looks like a $50 billion deficit now could be a $35 billion deficit or something like that. So I think there will be big changes in the numbers between January and May and then changes some more between May and the midsummer when they have to actually get the budget done. So California has been steadily increasing spending on schools, but you talk to a lot of districts, they will tell you they don't have nearly enough. Could we see spending cuts on K through 12 education in this next round? Uh, I know a lot of people who hope not, and certainly the the education lobby and the teachers union will fight like hell to make sure they don't cut anything uh, from the schools. I would be surprised if the governor and the legislature, certainly the legislators are not going to want to cut spending. We might not see the same increase we've seen. Maybe they'll hold the line and keep it the same or something like that uh, with just, you know, cost of living adjustment. But I would be really surprised if they cut K-12 through education. Nobody wants to be known as the person who cut the schools. Uh, that really hurt Gray Davis when he was governor. Uh, it's never a popular thing to do. And as you said, a lot of districts still don't have enough. I mean, they keep getting more and, and somehow they still don't have what they need. So, I, I think you'll hear a lot of howls and cries if they cut spending for schools. I think they will do everything they can not to do that, cut from somewhere else instead, because that, you know, that, that's about 25% of the budget, what goes to the schools, and it affects so many people, families, 
an important union and the teachers. I, th I think there are other constituencies that make less noise that they, they could um, see cutting their money instead and not have to worry about it quite as much. Democrats have been floating this idea of a super tax on millionaires, but it hasn't gotten much traction. I mean, we have a story today of Shohei Otani and the contract and the deferred taxes and things like that. But could a deficit breathe new life into a greater idea of a super tax on millionaires? Yeah, and I heard that story about they want to maybe change the law uh, so that you can't defer so much income and avoid taxes. Uh, we'll see if that goes in, you know, how that affects Shohei Otani and other people like him. There aren't too many like him. But yes, this idea from Bay Area Assemblyman Alex Lee kind of was just dormant. But now with this big deficit, people are saying, hmm, wait a second, maybe we should look at this. Uh, they're going to have a hearing on it tomorrow, in fact. Uh, and that would impose a surtax on the richest Californian. So if, you, if you're worth a billion dollars, so, you know, Brett, make sure you stay right under that, okay? If you're worth a billion dollars, um, you would have to pay a 1.5% tax on your assets. And if you were worth 50 million, which is a lot less than a billion, but still a lot more than any of us have, uh, it would be a 1% tax. Um, and it really didn't go anywhere, but they're actually having a hearing on it tomorrow. And there's starting to be some people saying, hmm, maybe that, that's a way to make up some of this shortfall. The governor has been very clear. This is not something he supports. He does not want this to happen. And he, you know, he's been pretty clear that he's not in favor of this. And it's hard to imagine him signing it. I don't know that it's going to go anywhere, but it is at least getting talked about, which it really wasn't before. Thank you, Doug. All right. Thanks, guys. Tomorrow we will find out about the budget. We'll talk some more about it tomorrow afternoon at 3.30 on the state of California, which you can hear every weekday at 3.30, and it's also available on the Odyssey app. And wherever you get your podcasts, you'll find me on Twitter, at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.